Caldwell the other day was talking about his experience in the Walsh Diversity Fellowship. Um, what do you need to see out of guys that are in that program? First of all, it's a great it's a great program that the um, you know at the league and the NFL and all the clubs obviously uh, embrace and, and started a few years back and. You know, you're, you're just giving guys opportunities to uh, to be seen, just like you are players, you know, in this league. And um, these guys come from a lot of different backgrounds, and most of them are in college football or maybe former players like Brock Marion, who we have. He's, a, you know, a, I think a two-time Super Bowl champion and three-time Pro Bowl player who, you know, has a coaching bug and a, and, a, and a niche to coach. And, you know, and for us as a staff and for me, it's a, it's a way, too, to kind of keep your eye on some, some younger coaches, you know, that – there's a lot of turnover, obviously, in this league, and uh, coaches move on from from place to place, and it's a nice pipeline, you know, to uh, uh, to see these young coaches out here with our players, and you know, and I, I've told our coaches and players that hey, look, they're they're part of the staff, and and I want them to coach our players just like you know a position coach would. So it's a great great program. Uh, we're excited for the eight guys that are here, and uh, look forward to the next few weeks with them. Hey, Doug, what did Portner do in the spring? Yeah, one more. Sorry, just to switch gears real quick to player safety. The, the guardian padding. We've seen it before on helmets. It seems like more of an emphasis this camp. What can you tell us about? Yeah, you know, um, obviously the, the league has done a great job to try to reduce uh, the number of concussions and things throughout by you know targets and and strike points and things like that and player safety is obviously uh something that we uh we uphold and uh, adhere to and you know with the guardian caps you know back you know league meetings approved using the guardian caps for the first few weeks of training camp and and, it, and it's statistically uh, you know it can reduce you know you know the 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 concussion rate or at least the impacts by you know about 20 percent if both players o-line d-line or linebackers tight ends can um you know wear that wear the cap and and, uh, you know, to wear it early in training camp when you're, you know, um, back off about a five and a half week, you know, break from OTAs really, I think, kind of conditions the players for uh, what's to come and, and obviously preseason games and, and the regular season. After the first few practices, how are you feeling about your rookie class, Trayvon Walker, Luke Fortner? How do you feel like they've handled the action? Yeah, I mean, these guys are doing really well. We're, it's still still early in camp. We've, you know, today's day four, obviously, but... Um, you know, long way to go, but but pleased where they're at and and you know what they're doing. They're they're improving every single day, um, and so really like you know these these games that are coming up are going to be uh, you know another benchmark for them just to you know take a step in the direction that we need them to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I spend a lot of time on the offensive side, and some of our young receivers have have, have kind of you know taken some. Uh, taking some notice, taking a step forward, they, and the thing that I've I've been impressed with all the, really all the rookies and, and young guys is how well they've kind of retained the information from from the off season, you know, and 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 brought it right out here to training camp. And um, again, it's it's early, but but excited for these guys and the opportunities in these these first couple games. Doug, what did Fortner show you in the spring that made you confident that he could take the step and step, go right into your starting lineup? Yeah, he was a player that obviously we watched on tape, you know, in college and, and, you know, obviously played in some really big games there at Kentucky and, um, you know, just really loved his athleticism and he's a smart guy, obviously. And, you know, and, and you get into the offseason program and you, you, when you draft these guys as, as high as we did and Luke being in the third round like we did, I mean, we knew at some point um, 
you know, we got to at least get him in there with the ones and let him let him go to work. And and uh, you know, nothing is obviously set in stone, but we want to give him those valuable reps to to, to work with. You know, a, a veteran and, and Brandon, you know, to the right, and you know, Cam to the left, and, and work with these guys. And and um, he's done a nice job. He's handled it well. And um, you know, we continue to throw a lot of a lot of information at him and and um, you know, see what he can handle. What's an update on uh, C.J. Beathard? Where is he at sort of in his recovery, and how soon do you think he's going to be back to full speed? Yeah, C.J.'s doing well, kind of a day-to-day right now uh, with him. Want to go cautious. Um, you know, he's he's obviously, you know, throwing in some of the drill work that we're doing. Uh, we just want to protect him, you know, uh, right now. So, um, you know, any day, any day we could see him back out. Doug, you guys been running around in shorts since May, June. What's your anticipation level for Sunday? What do you need to see on Sunday and uh, Monday and Tuesday, for that matter? Yeah, I mean, obviously you put the pads on for the first time Sunday, and you know, player safety again. You know, we we don't we don't tackle, we don't go to the ground, we stay up, we don't cut guys, we we practice fast. It'll be the first time in pads for these guys, and you know, really in you know several months, you know, since the end of the regular season, and um, you just want to see an, an extension of what we're doing. Um, there'll be no different. Practice might be a little bit longer, but. You know, just uh, you get a little better idea, I think, up front, you know, especially when you do these team run periods, just to see the, the fits and some of the combination blocks and, and, and things that, that guys can. And it's much easier for an offensive lineman to hang on to a shoulder pad than it is a, a sweaty jersey at that time, too. So, you know, but it, it, just, it does make a difference, you know, to uh, put the pads on a little more weight. We're, again, we're conditioning the bodies, and, and um, I think the guys are, are excited to do that. Are you a big believer in the alignment, offense versus defense? Are you a big believer in some of the one-on-one contact rolls? Is there going to be some of that? Yeah, you'll start seeing more, more of the one-on-one pass rush games. You know, when the pads come on, and, and more of the the O-line, D-line working together. You know, in this acclimation phase right now, we have to limit the amount of contact that that we're doing. Um, but yeah, once the pads come on, it's it's sort of game on at that point. No, but he's doing well. You know, he's still going to be day to day. Just want to give him time. I don't, you know, with those injuries, you just don't want to rush him back. And and uh, you know, um, he, he's the type of guy too, and the type of kid that's that's going to do the right things off the field as well from a mental standpoint with the defense. And and um, but uh, you know, we're going to give him as enough enough time as he needs. In his absence, what have you seen from Muma and Shaq Quarterman? Shaq's done really well. Um, you know, again, young veteran player who kind of just fills in, no worries, no worries needs to be. Uh, communication on defense and and of course, you know, his his uh, you know special teams value as well. Chad is another one who has really just kind of stepped in and um, you know impressed us a little bit with what he what he knows, what he's retained, and um, you know he seems to be in the right spots um, you know on the field. As you've gone around the city of Jacksonville during the offseason portion, knowing what you did in Philadelphia brought that city a championship for the first time in nearly 60 years, did you have you ever even allowed yourself to think what this city might be like if you were able to do the same thing here? You know, you, you do sit and think about you know moments like that, and, and obviously it was very special in Philly to, to bring a championship to that city, and, and those you know those people, it's it's a generational. Um, you know, with the city of Philadelphia like that and, and to see the excitement and joy, you know, on their faces. And then you, you transition to here and, you know, um, you think about the history of the Jaguars and, and how close they were just a few years ago, you know, to possibly playing us in the, 
you know, in the Super Bowl and, and how, how exciting, even from afar, you could see how exciting the fan base was at that time. And, and I kind of put myself in that situation where, you know, and first of all, let me just, let me go out and say, hey, we're a long way from there. But, but you do think about that, right? You do kind of put yourself in those positions and how, um, you know, how exciting, not only here, I think, in Jacksonville, but also overseas when we go to London, how many, how many Jaguar fans are over there. So um, the impact would be, would be great. As a follow-up to that, do you ever think about that from a coaching historical perspective? Well, I mean, you know, I, I did after we did it in Philly with some of the some of the great coaches and legendary coaches, you know, in Philadelphia. You think about Coach Vermeil and Andy Reid and those guys, and 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 the same thing, same thing here with you know with Coach Coughlin and the guys, you know, and and you know they've had good teams here. Um, just we, we got to get, you know, we got to have another one, you know, and and um, it's a uh, you know for me it's about you know one game at a time, but but uh, I do think about. Um, those moments from time to time. Nobody's ever done it. Well, <laughs> nobody did it there either, so that'd be great. How was uh, Trevor look over these first few days? Uh, he's looked sharp. He's looked crisp. Um, guy sees the field really well right now. Um, uh, he's commanding the offense. Um, you know, and, and, and he's still in a, still in the growth mentality, which is which is exciting. You know, he still wants to get better in each and every day and. Um, we, we've seen that out of him, you know. And he's he's leading not only by example, but but being able to just go up to players and talk to them about routes or protections with the O line or whatever it might be. So uh, he's in a good place. Um, it's still early in camp, but but like where he's headed. Is he getting to the point? Press made a comment about you have a, a saying that you like. He needs to know where all the bones are buried. I think is what it is. How yeah. is he doing in the progression of knowing? Good, good. I mean, that's an area that, that obviously he'll get better as he understands the offense because the, the whole system is relatively new and you know to all the players. But for, for quarterbacks, just understanding where, where guys are going to be, you're starting to see that a little bit more and more uh, in some of the team drills. And, and, you know, if it's not there down the field, how he can, you know, get it to a back or a tight end underneath. And, and that's, just, that's just knowing and being more comfortable with the offense. What kind of uh, mechanically? Mechanically? He's, he's sound. Uh, you know, still, I would say sound, but still a work in progress as well. Um, you know, it, it, one of his strengths, obviously, is his arm and, and his ability. He's a tall guy. He stands nice and tall in the pocket, and he keeps his eyes down the field. And, and uh, we just got to continue to work his base and just making sure he's on time and in rhythm, you know, with every throw. What kind of growth have you seen from Tyson Campbell so far? Tyson is really uh, beginning to... Um, you know, kind of come into his own as a, as a corner in this league. He's he's long and lanky and can run. And he, you know, yesterday he had a really good day. Yesterday had a couple you know pass breakups yesterday. And you know, he's another one of those young players that just you know the more the more reps and the more time on the grass is just going to make him a better football player. And and um, you know, he's young, energetic. He's 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 also becoming a leader on that on that side of the ball. And and that's good to see. It seems like he has a lot of confidence right now. Is that what you kind of want to see from a second-year player to kind of come into their own skin? Yeah, you know, and in your second and third year is where you start seeing these young players really make make strides uh, in this league, and and um, it, it is good to see. You know, at the same time, yeah, he also knows that, you know, it's a long season, and, and you know, you're going to have highs and lows, but, but just how you manage it and how you kind of stay right in the middle, uh, I think, goes a long way. So, uh, a number of coaches in this league have been hesitant to throw rookies into the starting lineup first year. What is it? What is it about your approach that you put in? You know, Trayvon Walker, 
Devin Lloyd, Fortner. Is that was it need based or was it you know you're just not going to play any games? Maybe? No, I mean, obviously with a guy like Trayvon, I mean, um, you know, he's our first first pick, and and you're going to throw him in there. And he's going to be in there. Um, a guy like well, that was I'm, I can't I can't speak about that. You know, I speak about what's going on right here. No, but but Luke Luke's the same way. Um, you know, Devin Lloyd. You know, obviously, you know, before the injury, he he was he was his starting rotation. Look, I mean, you draft these guys for a reason, and and the reason is they need to play, and then they they, you know, we need the depth, we need the the talent, we need maybe possibly to fill a hole. Um, and, and these guys, you know, it's no better time than right now, right, to, to let them, you know, go through a practice and, and make mistakes, uh, have successes, and be able to coach all that right now than, say, week one or two of the regular season when it's their first, you know, their first time. Sorry. Can yeah. you talk about Christian Kirk a little bit and just what you've seen out of him these first few days? You know, he's just a, he's a silent leader. Um, gosh, he, you know, he, he – I don't think he missed a day in the offseason. Um, his attention to detail uh, is, is unbelievable. Uh, his work ethic, how he and Trevor communicate, you know, is uh, something that for a, for a young quarterback and a veteran receiver, you know, you, you would think these guys have been together for, you know, a couple of years. And, you know, he just leads that room. It's a young, young, impressionable room. And, and um, you know he's one of the leaders in there, and and um, he's done some really good things. He's the silent guy, but Zay Jones is a lot more vocal. Is he as advertised, or are you have you been seen from Zay in a couple of? Days? I've been I've been impressed with Zay. I mean he's he's come in here and he's you know he's a smart guy. Again he's a he's one of those guys that doesn't doesn't miss, and um, he's picked up the picked up the system, and and you know and the one thing I like about both of those guys, and really I mean you throw in Marvin Jones and Lavisca and some of the guys that are working. With the ones, I mean, these are these are unselfish guys. You know, it's it's not about throw me the football all the time. They understand there's one football, and and uh, in order for a play to work, sometimes one guy has to kind of be the take the top off guy, and um, each one of those guys can do that, and and very unselfish that way, and and um, it's good it's good to see. What have you seen from your uh, from your tight end room, uh, Dan Arnold, Evan Ingram, and how important are, are they going to be for your offense? I like tight ends. Um, goes without saying, you know, the success we had in, in my previous spot with tight ends and, and kind of grew up in, even as a player, with tight ends, you know. And um, these guys, it's a really good room, you know. I think, I think you know, Chris Manhurts and, and Luke, kind of the primary wide tight end positions. And you got Evan and Dan and, you know, playing more of the F slot type, you know, receiver tight end positions. But there's just a lot of combinations right there. And then the young guys are really – mixing in well um they're learning they're getting better pads are for tight ends when you put the pads on that's really where you get to see some of the physicality in the run game you know with these guys and, and so we're excited about that but uh good good you know room right now um you know they're learning as well just like everybody else but uh you know doing some good things all right Thank you, sir. thanks guys Thank you, sir.